What's going on everyone? Hopefully you are all having an amazing week. And like some of the other episodes, we're going to start out this podcast episode about meditation with some breath work. So no matter what you're doing, I just want you to take a moment to take time and just breathe and I'm going to do it with you. Um, If you're not driving or doing something where you have to keep your eyes open, you can just close your eyes. You're going to relax your mind for a little bit. And we're going to take in some deep breaths through our nose. And then we're going to exhale out of our mouths. So again, if you're not driving, just wherever you are, standing, sitting, or whatever's going on, just breathe with me now, okay? So we're going to breathe in through our nose. And out through our mouths. Alright, breathe in through your nose. And out through our mouths doing good. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Again, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Relaxing more, breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Again, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Can you feel that relaxation? Come on, breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just a few more times, breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. Two more times, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Last time, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And the most amazing thing about that is you literally just did your own form of meditation. It was free. Hopefully it was relaxing. But all you did was focus on your breathing. And when you focus on your breathing, it kind of allows your body to relax. And when your body is more relaxed, your mind is more relaxed. So in this episode, I'm going to go over the benefits of whether you meditate daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, and so on, of how meditation can help you mentally, spiritually, and physically. So I hope you're all ready for this awesome episode about why meditate and why meditation is so beneficial. Now that we've talked about meditation and breath work, now we're going to talk about some of the mental benefits for meditation. And one of the amazing things about meditation is that it allows you to become one with your mind. You're able to become one with your thoughts, which in turn decreases things like depression, anxiety, and stress. It allows you to control your emotions. It adds to your increased feeling of well-being. Um, It can also make you addicted to mindfulness and solitude. You get to experience more freedom, uh, resiliency in your life, your creativity blossoms, your insight awakens, and you become more focused because you're allowed to slow down the pace of things going on in your life. So I'll give some examples as far as decreasing depression, anxiety, and stress. Being that I am ex-military, a combat veteran, I know that my time in the military with the high-tempo workload of training for deployments, deploying, or just almost feeling like you're working, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week because you're always on call. 
sometimes, you know, I would get depressed. And when I say depressed, I mean as in more of like a loneliness thing, you know. I felt like I was working 24-7. I felt like, you know, this is the only thing I was good at. I felt like no one really cared. Because some things that are said and some things that you do just make you feel like you're just stuck in this stagnant, you know, immovable, unchanging environment. And I did. I, I felt really depressed. And for me, it was really hard because I grew up around meditation. When I was a kid living in Japan, that's where I first learned about meditation. So I didn't understand why, as an adult, someone that's in, you know, fighting in these wars, why am I not able to, you know, not be as controlled and relaxed as I used to be? So I realized I needed to increase my meditation if I wanted to have a more balanced state of mind. And when it comes to anxiety, what I had realized is during some of the days I became so anxious when I wasn't doing something, especially when I got out of the military, I had moments where I thought, you know, the military sometimes made me depressed. But now that I'm not involved in something or part of something, I'm anxious do becomes a part of something. You know, I was I was bored of just being stagnant and doing nothing now. And it's like, you know, how can it be that when I am doing something, I'm depressed. When I'm not doing something, I'm anxious. And both depression and anxiety led me to stress. You know, I started to get stressed out of not feeling like I belonged, not feeling like I had worth, not feeling like I could help anyone, let alone myself, you know. And I, I'm what some people would call a social butterfly. So I started to think, you know, people aren't coming to me as much. You know, what's going on? What's wrong with me? So I had a powwow with myself. I remember uh, sitting down in the middle of the forest and just thinking, you know, I need to get back to why I started meditating in the first place. And while I was sitting in the forest and it was so peaceful and pleasant that I could truly only hear the wind, I could hear leaves moving with the wind, and I can hear birds. And as I just started to embrace everything and work on my breath work and count down from 10 to 0, I realized there wasn't anything to really stress about. There wasn't anything for me to be anxious about. There wasn't anything for me to be depressed about because I was living in the moment. And for me, that's what meditation was about. It was about living in the moment, living in the now. And when I learned to live in the moment and I learned to live in the now, I had gained better control of my emotions. I didn't allow my emotion of depression, my emotions uh, through anxiety, my emotions of stress to control me. I began to realize that everything that's going on in my life could be slowed down. I realized, like I tell a lot of people, you know, my past does not define me. My past is my past. It's already happened. I can't change it. My future, I have no idea what's going to happen. And sometimes that can be very scary, but it's, sometimes it can be so amazing because so many amazing things can happen when you live in the moment and you manifest the things you want in the future. Due to this, I had an increase of feeling of well-being as I began to meditate this day and other days when I realized I have more control of my emotions, I was happier. I felt like it feels good to be good. It feels great to live in the moment. It feels amazing to just exist, to just be, to be happy. And as I smile and I was happy, other people started to notice that. And I felt the need to want to share this happiness with others. Being that I was happy, I'm like, I want other people to be happy. 
and my well-being increased, my feeling of just this light, you know, blowing through me, you know, electrifying me in a positive way, made me feel good because I was genuinely happy on the inside because only I can make myself happy. And I was happy to provide others with forms of happiness or ways of achieving happiness that worked for me. And through meditation, I learned the beauty of solitude. And the beauty of solitude was more so about being able to just take myself out of the grand equation of life, you know, the things that I saw, my reality. In solitude, I was able to sit back and collect my own thoughts. And I, I tell a lot of people about solitude. I'm always talking about how solitude can be a good thing. Whether you're single in a relationship or whatever's going on in your life, sometimes solitude is such a beautiful thing. Sometimes it's it's good for us to take, you know, a few minutes, a few hours, a day, a few days away from everything we're used to and to just be mindful, to just be within ourselves, to just think, to not have to react to everything, to just flow. And when I realized how beautiful solitude was, I felt so free, I felt so liberated. I felt like I didn't have to be controlled by everything else. You know, in Hermeticism, they talk about the pendulum swinging. At this moment, I felt like I could step off of this pendulum and just watch all the cause and effects happen around me. I didn't have to react to everything that was going on. I could just process it. Solitude, freedom, mindfulness, well-being, control of emotions meant I could process everything going on in my life. It gave me the opportunity to just sit back and really, really think, to self-reflect, you know, to experience more self-love, to point out the reasons why I actually love myself, you know. I think we don't do that enough. I think we don't sit down enough and tell ourselves, this is why I love myself. A lot of people say, I am amazing, I am great, I am powerful, I am beautiful, I am strong. This I am is so amazing because... It allows you to love yourself. It allows you to realize you have self-reflected, that you're working on self-growth. And all of this leads to the mastery of self. But on another note, as far as the mental benefits of meditation, I also learned more about resiliency. Because again, I, I was a soldier, and I've met other soldiers, many, many soldiers, that a lot of the things we go through tend to cause huge stressors that are mental and physical. And I know I lost a lot of good friends when I was in Iraq and a lot of good people that I met and had started to grow to know while I was in Afghanistan. And when you meet someone while you're in a combat environment, you truly form this brotherhood-sisterhood bond where you're like family. You're more than family, actually. You're tribe. And I remember there was a soldier that was staying across from where I was staying. And he had this rinky-dink grill, but he was always grilling food. And he always grilled food and invited people over. And, I mean, he would grill whatever he can get from the defect, which was really funny. He would just take it to go and just re-grill it himself. He wanted to cook his own stuff. And, I mean, this went on for months. And I remember the day I didn't see him for a while. And I just assumed he was on mission because... Sometimes we go on mission for 48, 72 hours or a week. So I just thought, maybe he's just on mission. We'll see him again. And uh, I think it was my NCO, my sergeant, had said, Hey, 
I think you know this guy. And I said, yeah, that's the guy that's always grilling. And he's like, oh, man. He's, I was like, what's going on? He's like, he died. Now it was an IED explosion. And I remember at that moment, I just froze because I had this realization like, oh, my God, you know, you never know when you're going to go. You never know when it's your time, you know, and I began to think, you know, I need to be more mindful and appreciate everything I have right now. And meditation truly helped me do that. Meditation helped me become more resilient to the physical and mental pains I had experienced while being a soldier. But it also helped me heal some of the pains I had from growing up, you know, maybe growing up, some of us aren't as loved as we'd like to be. Maybe some of us aren't as appreciated as, you know, we feel we should be. But meditation mentally helped me become more resilient in that. I learned to truly love myself. I learned to let go of the past. I learned to move forward and to focus on this moment and manifesting the life I wanted to have or the path that's been laid in front of me. Another beautiful thing about meditation is creativity. I know we're going from like war to being creative, but that's how life is. You know, we jump from one thing to the next. I see no point for me to dwell so much in that past, but I wanted to bring it up to explain how meditation helped me as a soldier. But creativity blossomed. While I was actually in Iraq and Afghanistan, I picked up photography. I started to learn more about the beautiful aspects of taking pictures. And I, I loved photographing people. I loved photographing expressions and moments. I was able to capture moments. And I remember I would meditate before photo shoots, uh, you know, and I would sit down and just think about what do I want to capture in this? What do I want this person to remember? And in those meditative states of mind, I was able to relax my mind and not get nervous because sometimes we get nervous when we're doing something for other people, especially photography in the beginning. I was nervous thinking, what if I mess up? What if they don't like the pictures? You know, what if the sun's not shining the way it should be? What if I just can't get that great shot? But in meditating and being more mindful, I just began to think it is what it is. You know, I'm going to do my best. And that's one of the most important lessons I learned through meditation in life. As long as I truly feel like I've given my best, that I've given my all, then that's all that matters. And that's something we should all apply in our life, whether it be work-related, when it comes to dealing with other people, relationships, friendships, anything you're doing in life. As long as you give your best and you know deep down in your heart and you've self-reflected and you've come to the conclusion, this is my best, this is my all, this is all I can give right now, this is all I can ever give. As long as you truly believe that, then, then that's all that matters, you know. And as I began to get better at photography, you know, I began to have a better appreciation for other forms of art. I've always loved dance, but I began to appreciate paintings. And I began to meet painters, and those paintings inspired me. And there would be times where I would see a painting and take a picture of it, so that when I got home later and decided to meditate, or if I wanted to meditate in the art gallery, I could allow my creativity to blossom. I could see and experience and feel the actual painting. Each painting became somewhat of a movie to me, a story that was just infinite. So again, if you're looking for creativity in life, 
I would recommend meditation. Meditation truly, truly sparks some of those dormant areas of our mind or those dark areas in our life and new things blossom, new ideas, new visions, new experiences. Insight awakens when we meditate. You have a deeper insight into your own mind because when you meditate, you're actually becoming one with your mind. You're truly understanding how your mind works. It's one of those things where you start to think about how you react to situations. You know, if something happened today or yesterday or last week, and you think about how did I react to that situation? You know, somebody got mad at me about something, and I got really furious. During meditation, I would think, why did I get furious? But even deeper, I'd think, why was that person mad? Are they really mad at me or are they mad at themselves? But again, why did I react in the way that I did? You know, I just got pissed because they were pissed. But I thought, what if I had reacted differently? What if I had actually just taken the time to listen to what they were saying? You know, why did I let my ego get in the way of me thinking, I'm better than they are. I don't need their advice. I don't need to listen to you. You know, those thoughts those reactions I was having, meditation allowed me to mentally transmute those negative thoughts into more positive thoughts. You'll hear me talk about mental transmutation so often because it's so beautiful and it's so powerful. It's not about being positive 24-7. It's about being able to more efficiently and effectively transmute negative thoughts into more positive ones. So I learned that when situations arise, when someone's getting mad at me, you actually can meditate in that moment, you know, just breathe and just be, live in the moment and think, okay, this person's upset. I'm going to listen to what they have to say. And I'm actually going to think about how I'm going to react, which later on I'll talk about slowing down the pace. Later on, I mean like in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, so by meditating and my insight awakening, I began to become more focused. And when I become more focused, I'm able to slow things down. I'm able to really, really think of things that are going on around me. I'm able to step out of myself and just observe. I'm able to observe the things that are directly in front of me, all around me, within me, and just breathe, listen, adapt, react. And those are some of the things that have helped me with meditation. And when I do these, I feel better. I feel more at peace with my own mind. I feel more at peace with myself. I feel less stressed. I feel less depressed. I feel more control of emotions. I feel more mindful. I feel that I need to go into solitude now. You know, solitude is something I like to do throughout the day. I just don't use the phone. I just shut everything off outside of me. And I begin to turn everything on inside. So that is some of the benefits of meditation in terms of mental transmutation. Now on to the spiritual benefits of meditation. And I know I could go on for hours because I've had hour, hour after hour after hour long discussion with friends about spirituality and the benefits of meditation, but I'll try to keep it simple for this podcast because I want to allow people to just relax when this podcast is over 
So in terms of spirituality and meditation, for me, spirituality is being connected to something bigger than myself, which I refer to as source. Um, I have the universe, which is everything that's surrounding me, everything I'm able to take in. But source to me is just that greater power that, in a sense, controls, creates, manipulates, and maintains the universe. I'm just, you know, a spiritual being with a human experience. So as far as exploring spirituality in the mind, uh, as I said before, mental transmutation is a huge factor in that. When I meditate and I'm able to change the way I think, I'm able to take these negative thoughts and make them more positive, that also allows me to control the way I think when I decide to travel spiritually. Some people understand and have experienced astral projection. Some people have not. In terms of meditation, for me, there is a point when you're about to go to sleep and right before you're actually sleeping when you're able to allow the soul or spirit to leave the body. And the soul and the spirit are two different things. But in this case, I will refer to them almost as the same because they also do split at some point. And with spirituality, I'm able to kind of separate myself and focus on what's going on in my life, my spiritual goals, my path. And at this time, that's when some people have their visions, they have their dreams, and you wake up and you're like, wow. And when I say this, I say dreaming, it's because usually you're lying down. And I wanted to talk about a myth that I've seen too often. And when people talk about meditation, people ask me how I sit. And I always say, I don't sit, I lie down. And most of my meditation sessions, I'm lying down. And then people think, well, that's sleeping. And I say, no, because depending on your views and ideal and definition of meditation, again, meditation can just be you becoming one with your mind, one with your soul and spirit. So it doesn't matter your position as long as you are comfortable. So when you're meditating in regards to spiritual benefits, just find something that's more comfortable to you. If you have to lie down, if you want to sit, if you want to stand, it's all about what's more comfortable for you. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. No one can tell you that you're doing it wrong because we all experience meditation differently. We all experience the spiritual realm differently. Now, when it comes to my thoughts and my mind and spirituality with meditation, I've learned that meditation has allowed me to connect so deep within myself that I've understood my ego. I've understood the dark and the light inside of me, the dark and the light that's outside of me. I learned that the dark and the light are the same in nature, but they are different in degree, just like hot water and cold water. One is warmer or hotter than the other, one's colder than the other, but at the end of the day, there's still water. And this mentality has really helped me understand life overall in general. I began to understand how small and large things are. Meditation helped me understand how I am all and I am nothing, how I am moving and I am still how I am flowing and I am not flowing. Um, moving on as far as spirituality goes, I'd say the greatest thing about meditation and spirituality was me just 
being able to live in the now, being able to flow, as I said earlier about the mental benefit. When I'm able to just live in the now, I'm able to receive more from source. I'm able to just listen. When I meditate, I can just absorb. I don't have to, I guess you'd say, capture everything that's channeled through me. I can just observe it better. You're more focused spiritually when you meditate. You're able to process the spiritual messages that are being shown to you, the spiritual signs when you meditate. And meditation, again, doesn't mean you're sitting down, lying down. You can meditate while you're walking, as we did earlier with the breath work, as you were just breathing and just learning to be and exist in the moment, you were meditating. So the next time you get the opportunity to just walk around somewhere, if you can do it in the forest or by the ocean or something, it's it's so much more beautiful in my opinion. But just walk, focus on your breath work. You can have your eyes open or eyes closed. But realize how much more calm you are and how you're able to feel things so much differently. Spiritually speaking, when I meditate, my senses are heightened. I can literally hear so much further away. I can sense things so much differently. I can feel, you know, people around me to a certain degree. You can smell things further away. It's more concentrated. But I enjoy meditation because it makes it feel like I can expand beyond the limitations I have when I'm not meditating. It's like when I meditate, this energy field around me is amplified, and at times, the more practice you have with meditation, it becomes infinite to where you feel like, or you can actually feel beyond time and space. And for me, that's the beauty of meditation, spiritually speaking. Uh, again, I could go on forever talking about the spiritual benefits, but overall, it just allows me to feel more connected to source it allows me to expand myself and my senses it allows me to travel beyond my mental capacity what i comprehend we're getting physical physical but on a bound so now on to the physical benefits of meditation and in terms of my own personal life growing up i've always had high blood pressure and I had tried so many different things, you know, I was told by doctors to work out more. So I was working out three or four times a day. I was told to change my eating habits. So I, I tried different diets or different lifestyles, paleo, vegan, and you know, my blood pressure kind of did decrease. But what I really, really noticed, the biggest change in my, my high blood pressure was through meditation. I used to actually meditate when I would have to go for daily checkups. And although it was kind of like fooling the system, it actually really helped. I learned that if I can lower my blood pressure within the 10 minutes of waiting outside the doctor's office, or in some cases, you know, 30 minutes or an hour, um, then I should be able to do that daily. I should be able to do that more naturally. So I learned to just meditate all the time. I thought, why not just meditate any chance I get? Any chance I get when I'm just sitting at my desk at the office or when I'm walking around or when I'm doing anything or anywhere, just meditate. If you're sitting at the dinner table in a restaurant with friends or alone or I'm sitting in the movie theater, I just focus on my breath work 
and I allow my mind and my spirit to lower my blood pressure. Because lowering my blood pressure means a more healthier life. And if I have a healthier life, then I have more longevity in my life. I do want to live as long as I can, so I feel like I should constantly practice meditation. Whether it works or not, we'll find out. But as it stays right now, I feel as if meditation has truly helped me and it's increased my longevity in life because I'm a lot happier. Meditation, again, also reduces anxiety physically. You know, if I'm less anxious, I believe the nerves and the muscles in my body are a lot less tense. Uh, My mood is a lot more controlled. And through meditation, it releases serotonin. And the production of serotonin increases, which is very great because that changes your mood. It changes your behavior. And your mood and behavior are important because that has a lot to do with how you react to situations on a daily basis. If the production of serotonin increases and it's being pushed throughout your body even more because your mind is more relaxed, then your well-being is increased. You're experiencing mindfulness. You're experiencing freedom. You're experiencing resiliency. You're experiencing creativity. Your insight is awakened and you're more focused. And all of these things attribute to your mood and behavior. Usually, when I meditate, I'm a lot happier. And I'm happier because I know, again, I can't control the past. I can only control how I react to things. Meditation also helped me learn to decrease some of the tensions I have related to pain in the body. I have an injury that I sustained while I was in Iraq and different injuries growing up. And these pains, they don't, they don't spark up as much as they used to, which is good. But meditation truly helped me control what I felt and how I reacted to these pains. I was able to initially deal with the physical muscle and joint problems I had uh, from what happened in Iraq. When I meditate... And I relax my mind, it relaxes my body. When my body is more relaxed, it's almost as if I don't even feel the pain anymore. I don't feel the need to take some type of medication because those parts of my body that the medication um, alters, I can also alter with my meditation through my mind. Again, in Hermeticism, you learn that the mind is all. I learned that I had so much control over my body that I could just meditate to relax these muscles. I could meditate to lower my blood pressure, and all of this removed the pain. The techniques to do this I learned uh, while in Tibet. And it's amazing because while in Tibet from these monks, I learned that you have so much control of your body to where it's almost like you just let go. You know, when you actually project, astrally project, you allow yourself to leave your body. And I could just leave my body for those moments and allow my body to heal itself while also working on myself spiritually. Another thing I used to have is headaches. Some of the headaches I had from being stressed were also relieved through meditation. If I felt like I had a headache and I didn't want it to become a migraine, then if I just meditated, I could calm down. I would just... was so much more relaxed whether I 
did three deep breaths, ten deep breaths, a minute of deep breathing, this headache slowly began to go away. I was able to alter the chemicals within my body from meditating. And lastly, for me, one of the greatest physical benefits of meditation has always been dealing with my insomnia. Because I worked and spent so much time practicing my breath work, I learned to just make myself or allow myself to just fall asleep. Once I learned to meditate and understand how my mind works and how insomnia affected me, my insomnia is due to combat PTSD of things that happened where it's harder for me to sleep because it feels like everything just plays in my mind like a movie. And I was able to just turn that movie player off. Sometimes it takes a little bit more to do it, but meditation truly helped me focus my mind and to let go of my past and to focus more on living in the moment. And at some point, my insomnia just seemed to go away. I sleep so much better meditating. And when it comes to meditation before sleep, I do, I, I meditate if I feel that I need to go to sleep. A lot of my friends are amazed that I can just fall asleep so fast. It's because I meditate to put myself to sleep. I usually count down from 10 to 0, focus on my breath work. I imagine something or a place I'd like to be and I just go. And again, this physical aspect of relaxing my body allows my mind to become more relaxed, which allows my spirit to do what I need to do. I can actually travel. I can move and do things that I wouldn't normally be able to do if I had just gone straight to sleep. So again, the physical benefits of meditation are so amazing. Whether you have high blood pressure, you have anxiety, you know, you have your mood or behavioral disorders or any problem you have in your life, you know, habits that you want to change, meditation can help you with that. And also the tension and pains you have in your body. Meditation can allow you to break down and focus on specific parts of your body where you feel this tension or pain and relax those muscles, relax your mind, relax that pain. So I truly recommend meditation for anyone that wishes to experience the physical benefits of it. And the best part of meditation is it's free. It is free. It is free to meditate. You don't have to pay for meditation. If you wish to get guided meditations or go to meditation studios or things like that, yes, sometimes you'll have to pay. But when it comes to meditating on your own, it's free. My guided meditations are also free. Yes, that would be self-promotion. But meditation is free. You don't need to go buy anything to meditate. They have apps that are free online that provide different sounds that have different frequencies that allow you to meditate in different states of mind, enter different dimensions within your mind, to feel different connections to spirituality and source. This is all free. Again, you don't have to pay for it. So I recommend meditating because it's free. It's free for you to ride your bike down the street, to work on your breath work, and to meditate while you're cycling to work or cycling to calm your mind or just cycling to feel more fit. It's free to meditate when you're just sitting on your couch and there's nothing going on. There's nothing on TV. You don't want to check your phone. 
It's free. You just sit there on your couch. Obviously, you got to pay rent if you want to stay in the house or the apartment. But it's free for you in that moment to just meditate. It's free for you to let go. It's free for you to be. It's free for you to learn to let go of your past, to not focus so much on your future, to live in the moment. All of these things are free, free, free. And I say that again because it is. It's truly amazing that you don't have to pay for meditation and that you can literally do it anywhere. You can meditate while you're sitting on the toilet, right? Right now, someone's listening to this podcast and they're probably sitting on the toilet. And when I went over the breath work, you went over breath work while you were sitting on the toilet. It was free. You can meditate anywhere and at any time. Take advantage of it. It's not going anywhere. Meditation's never going to go anywhere. Meditation cannot be taken from you. It's something you will always have. It's always going to be an option. No matter what happens in your life, no one can prevent you from meditating. No one can take meditation from you because it's free. Meditation also provides freedom. So never forget that. Meditation is free. It's always readily available to you. It's not always going to work the way you want it to, but that's why we practice more and more. We learn different techniques. We learn different styles. We learn different ways. But at the end of the day, meditation is free. So I do want to thank you all for listening to why meditation and why I meditate and listening to the mental, spiritual, and physical benefits of meditation. And now I have a treat for you. It's one of the songs that I use for most of my meditations. And I'm just going to let it play on a loop for you for a little bit so that you can just relax. You can just vibe. You can just flow. You can just be. You can just exist. But first, again, we're just going to breathe. We're going to breathe in through our nose and out through our mouth. In through your nose. Out through your mouth. Continue to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And as you just keep breathing on your own, remember how much more relaxed you can feel. Remember that as you're breathing in, you're breathing in everything around you and you're exhaling everything that's around you. As you breathe in through your nose, you're not just breathing in through your nose, you're breathing in through your arms, you're breathing in through your legs, you're breathing in through every part of your body. And when you exhale, you're breathing out of your hands, your arms, your legs, and every part of your body. You're just flowing, you're just breathing, you're just allowing yourself to live, to love, to exist. You're allowing your mind, body, soul, and spirit to become one, to connect to something higher. Connect to source, connect to God, connect to whatever you believe in. You're more connected than you were 10 minutes ago because you're just breathing. The beauty of breathing and meditation and how far it allows us to expand is infinite. And it's so beautiful because, again, it's always there for you.
So take advantage of this moment to just live in the moment, to just let go, to love yourself. If you want to, you can hug yourself right now as you're breathing. You can think, you can focus, you can be creative. Just enjoy these moments. Enjoy this meditation.